Hey, good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to the Digital Government Institute workshop on elevating public sector customer experience. My name is John Loveless, and I want to show gratitude to DGI for allowing me and my colleague the time to have a discussion with you around redesigning a customer experience strategy. On the stage, I have my esteemed colleague, Kevin Adler, with me to bring his experience to the discussion. Kevin, please take a brief moment to introduce yourself and ServiceNow. Thank you, John. Hello, everybody. My name is Kevin Adler, and I've been uh, supporting uh, different federal agencies uh, around the Beltway and around the globe for about 20 years uh, for improving their CX, their customer experience strategy. And I'm pleased to be able to join John Loveless and chat with you today at this event. Thank you, Kevin. Uh, Kevin, whenever we're redesigning or changing any aspect of any operations within an agency, we really have to take a look at the people, processes, and technology. Whenever people are involved in change, you'll have to take a look at the culture of the organization. Here's a quick quote from our good friend, Dr. Iyer, on how to cultivate cult, you know, culture and have change in our organization. And the change really starts at the top. Going digital is a mindset. It's a culture change. It's about how we can fundamentally change how we operate as an organization through transformative digital technologies, empowering our workforce and re-engineering our rigid institutional processes to be more agile. So I, I really love this quote, Kevin, and it really just talks about how digital transformation and culture are really hand to hand. And from that standpoint, digital transformation and customer experience go hand in hand as well. Um, over the next 15 minutes, we're going to walk through a few examples of agencies that we have helped redesign their customer experiences. But first, I wanna take a moment to discuss three of the major ingredients that you need to use to position yourself for success. So Kevin, in our conversations with forward-thinking public sector customer service leaders, I've heard consistently that they want to tr transform their business and deliver a superior end-to-end -end customer experience. And to do this, you really need we really need to focus on three underlying uh, service operations in addition to front-end customer engagement. Operations are where the work gets done. So first, it should always be easy and effortless for your customers to get service from you. When they have a common request, such as a password reset, it should be automated and available as a self-service option. Your customers should, shouldn't need to call you. They can simply click a button and the service is instantaneously delivered to them anytime, anywhere. Second, your customers should enjoy a seamless experience. Many times, fixing customers' issues require work to be done in other parts of the company. By connecting teams and orchestrating workflows across departments and systems, you can ensure this work is properly tracked to closure with full accountability. This way, your customers enjoy consistent outcomes and their issues are permanently fixed. And, and third, but not least, your customers shouldn't be the ones contacting you about the issues in the first place. If you're proactively monitoring your customer services and analyzing trends, you can predict issues and fix them before your customers are affected. 
So by moving from a reactive service model to one that is proactive, you will improve customer experience. So what is this? By focusing on effortless, connected, and proactive customer service, your customers enjoy a better experience leading to consistently high customer satisfaction. You're also able to reduce support costs while improving the quality of your products of service. So Kevin, let's take the time now to run through some some public sector example, some, some public sector examples where we've been able to provide these three ingredients to help them with their CX strategy. Sounds good, John. That's a great opening. Uh, so these are some of the um, our, our key leaders in the public sector space. We've got some state and local examples. This is a state of Tennessee portal that is live on the internet today. Everybody can go explore it for themselves and see the simplicity. You said the ease and, and uh, of effort to get answers from the state, to request products and services from the state. You'll see they put up a portal that has a search gazetteer. It has live chat embedded, and it doesn't take a rocket scientist to figure out how to access any of their business or services, their motor vehicle services. It's really, really simple, and it's clean, and it's well done. So that's one example that always shines in my in my eyes. From an education perspective, uh, smart folks at Stanford University stood up a similar portal, but theirs looks different than state of Tennessee's. And that's one of the nice things about these customers all leveraging ServiceNow is they probably already have ServiceNow running in their environment today, John. So it makes it much simpler and a quicker time to value for them to stand up a new portal that's external facing, that's secure, and allows users who are unauthenticated, like this example here, or authenticated to log in to request information from payroll. That could be a staff request. It could be a vendor request or students or effective faculty or any of the administrative uh, folks around Stanford who support that in, uh, organization, doing it through a, a self-service portal has saved them tremendous amounts of cycles, money, resources, and helped them really focus on that student and faculty experience. So this is a really good example as well that we always like to showcase. When we talk about civilian entities um, at the federal government, the Fish and Wildlife Service uh, stood up a portal. Again, they've got a tremendous amount invested in workflow automation, which helps them with processing the requests that they have from their constituents for uh, getting e-permits and getting them uh, easily and quickly and routed and through stakeholders and approved. So this is another great portal, which uh, our customers have stood up. We'll take a moment now and really look at one of our DOD entities, our uh, one of our larger customers uh, around the globe, had a challenge, John, with managing the housing for their members, for their uh, soldiers and their soldiers' families. And they didn't have a way to manage the requests from any of those families living in uh, government-provided housing around the globe. So this is a worldwide solution. Uh, in the past, they used to have people come into a physical office and their family members would request that the roofs would, would, would be repaired from leaks or the locks would be repaired that are broken or broken windows or black mold. Whatever issues were focused around the household experience, that would either land on somebody's desk through a note or an email or a phone call or a sticky note. There was no holistic capturing method to collecting and managing these requests. So in a few, um, in a few months, the, this DOD entity was able to stand up a solution based on ServiceNow, extending the workflows they already had in place 
to support this new use case, which was basically worldwide housing management. And the ability for all of those impacted users, in this case, the soldiers and their families, to provide feedback, to provide the ability to have a photograph submitted, and to be uh, aware of when that technician is coming to fix the black mold or the broken locks or the, uh, the, the, the cracked windows, any of those service-related issues has really elevated the experience, not only for this DOD entity, but for the uh, soldiers and families uh, that they serve. So that's a really, really good example. And we'll uncover and unpack a few details within the next few uh, few minutes. So in this one, John, we'll talk about how they created the consumer grade experience. And this DOD entity did it by focusing really on uh, where do you start? You've got a lot of problems to, to, to resolve. You need to focus and you need to focus exclusively so you have success, which drives more success. So the ability is for them to focus on what processes were they looking to automate. And the results were that they wanted to being able to collect those requests for maintenance related uh, activities from their community of users, their soldiers and their families. They wanted them to be able to use any uh, tablet or smartphone that's out there today. They wanted to make it easy and frictionless like you mentioned earlier. So again, by focusing on their stakeholders, they were able to determine how they wanted to interact with those stakeholders. And the results was that they focused again on who are they serving? Their customers were their soldiers and families, and they wanted the um, ability for them to make it simple, make it consumer friendly using that device that they they already have in their in their in their possession. So when we help them understand what makes this a consumer great experience, when you dig into the details, and this is the fun part, it's really everything that we as uh, private citizens are used to today: connecting with the uh, service provider providing feedback, making a request, having the ability to listen to that feedback is key. The ability to look, what if we wanted to upload a photograph of an issue? And we'll show you that in a few seconds. And then interact, how frictionless is that interaction between the agency, the organization providing services and those that are requesting services? And then what updates are made either to the request or to the uh, user who's providing the request, how do you communicate uh, eloquently back and forth? And then when all of this is done at the end of the transaction, how do you evaluate the success? And you can see that customers expect this same level of consumer grade experience for every uh, transaction with, with a, a public sector entity. We mentioned earlier, listening is key. There's a lot of components to listening. You've got two types of data to collect. You've got structured data, and you have unstructured data. And so ServiceNow is able to collect structured data using pull-down menus, drop-down menus, et cetera. But we're also able to collect unstructured data as well, giving users the ability to free uh, free form fields for them to uh, fill out or submit photographs. Those all become uh, uh, ways to listen to what the customer is saying. And then if you wanna see what the customer is saying from their perspective, uh, uh, viewpoint. On the far left of this screen, you can actually see there's some images of a, a fire uh, fire alarm that's that's that needs some attention. Uh, a fence post is broken out in the fields. You've got a picture of an HVAC ventilation uh, system that's really, really hot on a summer day and needs to be corrected. And then finally, on the far right of the screen, John, we're able to help customers see 
and show for uh, for yourself, a picture is worth a thousand words. So those roof tiles that have black mold or that have issues with them, they need to be corrected. So when the technicians receive these images, wow, it makes a lot of sense. I need to get out there right away and fix that fire sprinkler. That's a life safety issue or whatever other issues at bay. So seeing the ability to uh, to see the customer's point of view is key to success. And then of course, how do you wanna interact with those customers? Do you wanna collect information uh, seamlessly and digitally? Do you wanna use the ability for the customer's email system to work? Do you wanna give them an option for text messaging? Do you wanna use a live chat? However the customer wants to speak to you in whichever channel, that's the best way to listen to the customer and interact with the customer. And then finally, it's all about trust and transparency. So the ability to uh, continually uh, be engaged with the customer, to give them the ability to provide input, the ability to receive input, and then update input. So when you're scheduling something for next Tuesday at 2.30 to be repaired, that dryer vent as an example, does that work for the customer? And what if they need to shift that technician's appointment from Tuesday to Wednesday of the following week? Making it transparent, making it very frictionless, and making it very easy is how you build credibility, trust, and, and confidence with the customer that you're focused on their needs and solving it. And then once you did solve it, how do you evaluate it? So every keystroke, every mouse click, every data segment that ServiceNow has access to that's where you can really drive home to leadership the value that you're providing, focusing on that CX uh, engagement. So you can provide um, all of the mean times of resolution, all of the key performance indicators, and all of that feedback from the customer's perspective goes into delivering reports to help the agency or the organization take a giant leap forward to uh, improving their, their CX. So with that, that's a good overview of um, of the experience that we did for a large DOD entity. John, I'll swing it back to you for some key takeaways. Wow, Kevin, that was uh, a mouthful there. I really appreciate you giving us that that update. Um, some of the key takeaways that I that I heard was culture always needs to be evaluated on any type of operation that's going to be uh, any different type of strategy that's going to be changed. Uh, it needs to, customer experience needs to be easy, seamless, and proactive. Uh, listening is key to the customer, obviously. And then transparency with customers with live updates to make sure that the, there's accountability. And then obviously reporting to execs uh, using the KPIs and the different dashboards. That is, that's very key. So with that, DGI, I'd love to thank you for allowing us to have 15 minutes uh, with our customers to discuss this customer experience strategy, and I hope to hear from, from you really soon. Thank you.